Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Oddball Outdoors podcast. Um, today's episode is very cool. Um, you know, like a lot of us going through the COVID-19 pandemic, um, you know, a lot of ideas were kicked around on whether, you know, our career is the right career, our job, is it the right job? Uh, here's a story about Adam Kazmierski, a local Rochester resident who took his love for fishing and turned it into a small business. Uh, Adam sits down with us from Cash Trophy Spinners. Uh, Jason Antonacci will be your host today. Hope you like it. If you do, make sure you share our podcast, like our podcast, and follow us on Facebook. Thanks. All right, everybody. Jason Antonacci here. I'm here with Adam Kaz from Kaz Trophy Spinners. I'm going to do a little interview for our podcast today. He's a local guy making spinners, lures, and uh, doing things the right way, you know, keeping it local. So, um, Adam, how's it going tonight? Good. How are you? Very well. Very well. Just got done with the kid and dinner, playing a few games after dinner. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, tell us a little about yourself. You, uh, you're an outdoorsman, obviously, making lures and spinners. So what exactly got you into the outdoors and, you know, where'd you grow up and give us a little well, bit about yourself? Yep. Originally, I'm from Liverpool, New York. Um, I grew up with two older brothers who were into hunting and fishing. Um, so that's mainly where it came from. Um, and then fishing mainly took over more than hunting for me when I was growing up, just because I was the youngest of three. My oldest brother, you know, were eight years apart. So when I got up there in age to go hunting and stuff, I was kind of by myself there for a little bit. So I took more fishing on than I did hunting. Um, and actually, my oldest brother is the one that actually got me into fishing. Um, but as time went on, I kind of fell out of it a little bit. Um, I mean, I didn't really, really know how to fish all that much. I mean, I basically just went to the store and got a thing of worms and went to the lake and whatever I caught is what I caught. And that was it. I didn't really know the ins and outs of it or, or anything else. Um, that actually didn't start happening until my oldest son, Caleb, was here. Um, when he was about th- two or three years old, he caught his first fish. And when he was about three, I remember he asked me to take him fishing. And I took him a few times here and there. And it was the same thing, you know, with the worms and everything. And as he got older, he would ask more and more questions like, you know, how do I catch this? How do we catch a bass? How do we catch a pike? And, of course, what I did was I just got on YouTube and just figured it out and <laughs> You know, and that's when we found out about crawfish and then he got into bass fishing and um, we were using frozen shrimp so that way he could go bass fishing. He actually caught his biggest bass he caught was six and a half pounds off of a uh, piece of frozen shrimp over at the canal. Nice. And then um, as time went on, he, you know, he just kept asking a little bit more and we went out, um, moved to Ontario. And then we heard about the fall salmon run. Never gone to the fall salmon run. Never heard of it. I had no idea what it even was. Um, I actually didn't even know how to get to Webster Pier. It was my girlfriend that showed me how to get there. And the first year I got there, you know, I had a Cleo and I was slinging and I'm like, I have no clue what I'm doing. None. Um, but then the following year after that, I went out and I actually ran into, I actually met uh, Larry Hammond from um, Bullseye Charter Fishing. And uh, okay. he was out at Webster Pier. And I got chatting with him a little bit. And of course, it was during COVID. <laughs> and I remember 
I remember he came walking up to me and I'm looking around. I'm like, man, we're the only people out here. And it's like, you know, this whole COVID thing was new. And it's like, do I talk to him or do I walk away? You know? Right. And so I'm glad I actually stayed and chatted with him because I got to know him really well, a good guy. And I learned a lot from him just, you know, from chatting with him. Um, but anyways, yeah, he had, um, he had someone on his Facebook page that was actually making spinners. And so I actually reached out to him bought my own i actually bought some from him and that's what i started using um and i was using those and i was having good success with them but the problem was they were kind of expensive and i got an eight-year-old and a five-year-old who's out there at webster pier slinging them and every five seconds they're getting snagged and i'm just watching dollar signs go every single oh, yeah. time oh yeah and then um so and then there was one time he went to, um i went to the bait shop because the bait shop was carrying them and he was charging a couple extra dollars more. And I remember I went, I think I stocked up. I think I bought like $150 worth, put them in my tackle bag, brought all the, um, the boys out there to uh, Webster Pier to go fishing. We were out there all night. We were fishing. We were catching fish. There was a guy next to us that caught a huge king salmon, and the boys were all excited about it. And I remember at the end of the night, this is where I got into, you know, I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm going to make my own because I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Um, so I just bought, like I said, $150 worth of spinners, had them in my tackle bag. I had three boys, my three boys with me. My girlfriend was with me. We're gathering everything. We're getting everything all together. We're walking off the pier. And I remember I said to my girlfriend, I was like, you know, do you have everything? She goes, yes, I have everything. And she's like, you have everything. I said, yeah, I got everything. Got in the car and went home. The next morning I got up to go fishing and I had my boys with me and I went into the trunk to go get my tackle bag out. And when I opened up the trunk, the tackle bag was not in the car. Aww. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so I called my girlfriend. I'm like, I thought you said you had everything. She's like, you said you had it. So it was one of those we were going back and forth. <laughs> like, no, you said you had it. No, you said I had it. And so I ran out to the pier as fast as I could at like six in the morning. Of course, the bag was gone. And I'm like, oh, and that's when I was like, you know what? I'm really going to sit down and figure this out, figure out how to make these because I'm not going to spend this kind of money anymore, you know, to do it. And so I, so the idea is all recent as far as you, you said COVID. So during COVID times is when you came yep. up with the idea for the company and making your own lures. Yep. This all happened last year. Yep. Last, nice. uh, last fall is when it really started. And it wasn't really, it was more of just, uh, I'm going to sit down and figure out how to do this and stock up my own tackle box than it was anything else. That's what right. the original intent was. And then my oldest boy, Caleb, wanted to sell them. And so I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't really care. If you want to make a little sign, you know, you can go ahead and say like, you know, two, three, four, five bucks, whatever, you know, and if we're out there and some people buy them from you, cool. If not, you know, don't worry about it, but our tackle box is full. And plus it gave us something to do. You know, we did it together. Um, we learned how to make them. Yep. And um, there's nothing, you know, he loves it when he makes his own spinner and then he goes out there and he nails a fish on it. You oh, know, awesome. it, it, it's the greatest thing for him. Um. So you work full time though. Besides yes, I do. this, yeah. Yeah. What do you do for a living? I work up at uh, Bausch and Lam. Okay. Over in Goodman Street there in Rochester. Got to balance the the work life, home life, and the family, and then you know your <laughs> passion of of fishing and making the lures. Yep, and see, and that's that's where I'm fortunate because the entire family helps out. The girlfriend helps out. The boys help out. The girls help out. You know, there's um five kids total between me and my girlfriend. So, and my girlfriend will sit there, Emily, um, Emily will sit there and help me fill orders. 
you know, she'll sit there and help make the lures with me. My son, Caleb will come over, he'll make them with me. Um, but like I said, you know, it was something that was originally just to, meant to, you know, uh, fill my tackle box. And then my son wanted to sell them. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. And I never imagined in a million years that we'd have our own Facebook group with over <laughs> 1100 followers and growing. Awesome. And, you know, we go out to the pier and my son caught um, a monster brown. I think it was like 30 inches. I don't remember the weight of it. Um, it's actually getting mounted right now. And, um, cool. and like, <laughs> I remember I put it on Facebook and, you know, we got a bunch of likes and everything. And a couple of days later, we went out to the pier and um, there was some guys standing on the end of the pier and they're looking at my son and they're pointing at him and they're talking. And my son's like, dad, he's like, you know, they're over there. They're looking at me and they're pointing to me and they're, they're talking about me. They're like, they're saying my name. And I was like, and I looked at him like, what's going on? They're like, oh no, we've seen his picture with his fish. And then my son thought oh, this was cool. like the coolest thing in the world. Cause now he's like a local celebrity. Local little celebrity type. Yeah. yeah. So how, how many, uh, how many different style spinners are you making than lures? Like do you strictly make the spinner style or what's. Yeah. What's right now deal? I'm just strictly with the spinner style. Um, I'm actually working with someone right now to help make a rooster tail style um, because that was asked a few times um, to get a rooster tail. Unfortunately, I don't know how to tie flies. So, but I do know it's someone that's mesmerizing. Yep. I watched some videos on Facebook and that gets mesmerizing. You suck yeah, into but, watching those videos. Yeah, you know, I know. I, I'm the same way. I'll sit there and I watch them. Next thing you know, I'm an hour in. I'm like, oh, it's like I got to get off. <laughs> so as far as your spinners go, how many, uh, what are your color patterns? Like, what do you, who, do you paint them all hand painted? Like, how's that work? Um, some of them are hand painted. Some of them come already pre-painted. Um, I'm actually working on a new color scheme right now in the garage, which is actually going to be the blue and silver. Um, the blue body with the silver blade because people have been asking me left and right for it and I finally broke down and I'm doing a test run right now painting the bodies with the blue trying to figure out I'm looking for more of a metallic blue than I am just like a flat blue um, with the silver so I got a couple in the garage right now that I'm doing that with um, some of the other bodies I paint some of them come already pre-made um, it just depends how many are you know how many are being ordered at once and how fast I have to get them out is you know, which route I'll take. Nice. And then you said you're, you're uh, making all these kind of workshop. What do you got as far as a little setup going? I saw something on Facebook there, a little expansion. We got a little area. How's that? <laughs> yeah, working? That, was, that was good because my, um, it was actually my girlfriend's idea to put pegboard up and what she originally wanted to do, she wanted to make like an easel out of a pegboard. And I looked at her and I was like, well, why can't we just put it on the garage wall? And got to keep in mind our garage is actually finished so there's drywall and it's all painted and it actually looks nice in there yeah. and i was like well you know just put pegboard on the wall and she's like you know she's like absolutely not you're not putting the holes on the wall <laughs> and everything i'm like yeah but i was like all we got to do is just put like two two by fours up and then we'll we'll get it on there and then you know she was dead set against it and then she thought about it for a couple of days and then she actually surprised me and got she actually is the one who hung it for me when nice. i was at work That's so awesome. i mean she really, Emily is the woman supportive. behind the man. Yep. She's 100% supportive. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to do it, you know, as good as it's being done right now without her, because like I said, I'm at work and she's constantly sending me pictures of, Hey, look, I did this. Hey, look, I did that. And it's like, sweet. I don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So what are people catching on these lures as far as the spinner goes? What are they normally fishing for with them? Uh, normally trout and salmon is what um, is being caught on them. 
Um, I did catch a sheep's head on it last summer. I think it was. Yeah, it was about. It was probably in July last summer. It was before shiny one, right? So yeah, just probably. a shiny one. Yeah, shiny and I was just out it, there yeah. at the pier, just messing around, and actually ended up catching a pretty good, decent sheep's head on it. But um, yeah, they mainly go for trout and salmon. Um, I have seen people catch um pike with them. So and oh, then that's, that's cool. what. Yep. Nice. So where are you fishing mainly as far as you? You go out, test, you were kind of saying you're working on some colors and stuff. Where are you going to test with this and trying to work out some kinks with the color schemes? Um, I'll usually go to Rondequoit Creek over there by McGregor's and Penfield. Um, I'll go over there and hang out, uh, just kind of walk up and down the creek over there. Or I'll go to Webster Pier or Chai Lai Pier, um, Charlotte Pier over there. Um, I'm actually trying to figure out where um, Genesee River is you know, trying to figure out how to get there because again, like I said, originally I'm from Liverpool, so I don't know all the major spots around and I'm still learning them, you know, There's even some to good this day. spots on the Jenny. Um, yep. Some of the areas that you got to fish though, or some, uh, some uh, city city areas where you got to walk through some shady areas to get down <laughs> into the area, <laughs> but you could go down, you know, uh, the Charlotte pier, people are fishing down there in the river and stuff off the pier down there. Um, there's Turning Point Park. People like to go down there. You yep. have some access to get to some nice spots on the river. I never. I'm not a river fisherman, and uh, as far as I like to fish the lakes and and uh, you know the the Finger Lakes and Lake Ontario yep. and then the ponds over by Greece. So as far as spinnerbait, it's that's not on my list of go tos. Um, but Brett, you know, Brett was telling me, hey, we got to get this guy on, get him talking about his, he's, you know, he's all local, which is awesome. As far as ordering the materials and stuff, you know, you you, you got a retailer where you're getting hooks from and stuff and you just kind of yep, assemble there's, it. Yep, there's a real a retailer that I deal with. Um, yeah, um, a lot of like the components and stuff for the lures come from there and they're actually out of South Carolina. So that's where it comes from. Um Sometimes, you know, shipping can be a little, a little hard, Yeah. you know, there's, I could put an order in one day and get it two days later, or I could put an order in and then all of a sudden it doesn't show up till like a week and a half later. And that's where sometimes I get a little behind because of that. And it, it's frustrating because there's nothing I can do about it. It's just it's the post office. So, right. So you, you got some orders coming in pretty good then as far as that goes, how many, uh, how many have you sold? Oh, I'm going to, um, I'm going to say probably at least over a thousand so far right now. Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, you just, what, you're a year into this, a little over a year into this. And... Uh, actually not even. No. Yeah. I started, last, awesome. fall. I started last fall. <laughs> See, that's, that's, cool. that's what I'm saying. You know, it just blows my mind because it was just something that was just something me and my boys were going to do. And now all of a sudden we got t-shirts made, um, you know, we're selling lures. Like, I mean, they're going all over the country. I'm getting pictures from people all over the country catching fish on our lures, you know, that's and to awesome. me, that's, that's just as exciting as me going out and catching them myself. Oh, it's you know, that be a phone goes off and I open know? it up and there's a guy from Pennsylvania, you know, with a monster steelhead. And then I get a, another message from a guy saying, yeah, there's a local guy, you know, he's from, this guy's from New Jersey and he's telling me there's a local guy using my spinners and he told me to get a hold of me. And I'm like, Oh, sweet. You know? And then that word of mouth is, you know, yep. is what makes it now, as far as, uh, as far as ordering, where can we, where can people go to get those spinners that you're making? Um, what I do as of right now, if you go to, um, what is it? I believe I got my card on me here. 
if you go to it's facebook.com uh backslash groups backslash trophy spinners if you do that if you can type that in you can get on the facebook and what i'll do is i'll approve you to get into the group um as of right now if you just pm me and tell me what size you know what size what style what kind of hook um usually i do venmo um and then we'll factor in shipping and then what i do is you know you tell me what you want i have an order form i fill it out so that way i keep track of the orders of you know what you want and where it's going um and then i'll ship it out and then that same day i ship it out i'll go to the post office and i'll get the tracking number and i'll take a picture and i'll send you a picture of the, the tracking number um eventually i am going to get a website um my girlfriend actually emily is actually working on it for me well you're all new you gotta, you gotta get these things going you gotta start somewhere you know yep as far as like like my, my facebook group i started it a little over just as soon as the pandemic hit right when it first hit i started the facebook group so a little over a year now yep. and uh it was kind of the same thing i just you know had this idea of i'm in all these groups why not make my own i got a, some stickers made and some t-shirts and i got a bunch of followers as far as members of the group from all over and it's awesome seeing what other people post and what they want to talk about and here I am with Brett. Brett had the idea. He's been doing the, the podcast for his work. And he's like, why don't we do a podcast for the group? Get people on, local people, because, you know, I, the big box stores, to get people away from shopping at the big box stores and yep. ordering all these things from overseas and yep. get people back to the American people and local people and keep things in our community is kind of what my gear was towards, you know, as far as, as, as this podcast goes, get people on that are doing what you do. Yep. Go and kind of starting your own thing and want to want to provide to the community a little cheaper product than what else is out there from these big box stores so exactly it's awesome you know now you were saying what what's the pricing going on these spinners right now uh right now they're going for three dollars and 25 cents each um not bad no um i mean depending what's the weight I, I, the size um, the weight of the spinner uh the size weights will go from a half ounce being the biggest three eighths of an ounce, three sixteenths and one eighth. Awesome. And um, I usually recommend three sixteenths and one eighths for the guys and women that go fishing in the creeks and the rivers and the little streams and stuff like that. Um, that's something that was actually a hurdle that took me to get over because I'm used to fishing Webster Pier over there with a tributary. And I mean, I'm hooking into slobs and I got to get these, you know, I got to get these lures out there. You know, so I take the half ounce and I'm slinging it halfway across Lake Ontario. <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking when people are ordering and they want them, I'm thinking, oh, no, this is what you want. But I had to, like, take a step back and be like and realize, hey, look, you know, you can't go slinging a half ounce spinner in like a, a four foot wide crick. It's just not going to work for her. <laughs> so then that's when I decided to go down and start doing the smaller sizes. Nice. So what are the uh, what kind of color schemes are you working on right now as far as how many varieties you got available? Uh, right now we got, I believe, five different varieties. We have chartreuse and silver, pink and silver, um, call it white tiger, fire tiger, and pink rainbow. Um, we also do have gold blades if you wanted the gold blades for like the pink and, you know, pink and gold or chartreuse and gold. And so that's, those are the five main colors I'm working with right now. Um, pink and silver seems to be in the fall. That is like the number one deadliest color um i've literally have gone out to webster pier and i've had it 
and I'll never forget. I had this one guy come up to me and he was talking to me with his son. Same thing. It was his first time fall salmon run fishing, just like I was. And I had the pink and silver lure on. He was asking me what I was using. I was showing him. I told him, I explained to him. I was like, Hey, I make them myself. I gave him all my contact info. But in the 10, 15 minute conversation I had with him, I literally tagged out right there. You know, and it was funny because the greatest was, I remember the third one, I, I flung that, that spinner out there. Before it even hit the water, we both watched the brown trout come right out of the water and grab it. And I remember he just looked at me. That guy looked at me. He's like, man, he's like, I'm starting to hate you. I'm like, I don't know, man. It just works. You, know? you got a customer out of it, though. Yep. That's great. Awesome. So you said you uh, you like the outdoors as far as hunting, too. You, you, you back into hunting? You go into doing that at all as far as that goes um i actually haven't been hunting in a few years um just because when i moved up to this area um everything where i used to hunt um the family not family land but a family friend owns land um i kind of moved about an hour hour further away from it so i kind of haven't gone um i do want to get back into it um it's just a matter of trying to make it work i know my oldest boy caleb is actually going to go turkey hunting with his uncle for the first time, probably was it the, I think May 8th is the weekend I have them. So, cause we also have a, another fishing derby we have to go to. And then I'm going to let my son go, I think on that Sunday with his uncle to go turkey hunting for the first time. Nice. That's but yeah, I used to do it all. I used to bow hunt, muzzle load, shotgun. You know, I did it all. I loved it. That's great. All right, people. So, Adam Kaz, Trophy Spinners, you can find he's got a Facebook group. I think I found it just searching uh, Kaz Trophy Spinners, and it came right yep. up. And, uh, you know, join the group, local guy, making lures, doing it right. That's what we want to see in the hunting community and kind of get away from all the commercialization of these big box stores. And I like what you're doing, man. I appreciate thanks. your time, and thanks for coming on the show. and. Hopefully we can get you some interest and get some more people ordering those lures. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. Appreciate you for uh, taking the time to have us on. Great, man. I'll uh, definitely have you on again and we'll be in touch. All right. Sounds good.